off and roll off and jump on the stage and just do some hey blah 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 I'll finna do something crazy cause I knew I had nothing I'm talking about I'm down to that blank space oh man boy listen I'm talking man these people they don't know and boy it was my best show I learned then don't be scared to hit rock bottom cause that's where he at <laughs>
media. Um, uh, oh yeah, I got a TV show too. That will BET come out. You know what I'm saying? Come out this year. I got a BET um show clip show, and I got um and I got a movie on shooting with my own money in January. Wow. Yup. Then just then just while in the trap. Just locked down. Oh, I just locked. Yeah, they just called me. You know, they been sent the offer. They ain't never talked to numbers. But while we was getting ready for this, they finally called and was like, how much you would get per episode? You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And they shoot it in the house. Well, I just bought and I put like really about 890 cash in just interior decorating and construction. But I'm mm. going to get that back through shooting reality TV show in the house. In the which house. I already knew. And can write that thing off, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to write it off and... Solid dates, man. Got my baby mama's finna get in the skits. So they gonna, whatever I give them, coming back tenfold. Man, it's just, <laughs> hey, it's just hand up a fist. They say, you know, hey, man. Abundance. Abundance. They say when you give with no, it's, you know, I came here chilling. You know, we did this just off. But look what God did, boy. <laughs> off so the love. Here, he like, this deal out there. You got to give with no, looking for nothing in return. But when I used to give and didn't count it. Now it's coming and I can't count. I really can't count my money. Mm. It's really like it don't got to the point. I literally can't count it, and I don't did everything I need to do. Like baby mama's way extra child, child support here. I get them here. Brothers making six figures. You know what I'm saying? Team good. My kids eating. Team everybody eating. I'm like, damn, it's so much left. And when you overflow. Get, it's the overflow, boy. I'm up, man. I'm up. I'm that. I'm, I'm him now. <laughs> Love. Look, yeah. he him in the trap. Yeah. So, all right, let's now reverse engineer to who he was yeah. back in the day. So, where'd you grow up and how'd you grow up? What was life like for Little Country One? Oh, it was poverty, boy. You know, growing up in a small town, Millen, Georgia. We moved to Marietta a couple times. But just like, man, he, uh, winter time, no heat. Summertime, no AC. Staying in that 10 trailer by a railroad track, you know, just with nothing. You know, nothing for real. It's my broke, broke, boy. It's my... <laughs> Thanksgiving, where I had to walk to the welfare office to get a turkey. Already you know. know what I'm saying so, but yeah, I got I ain't, I ain't like that now. So, how many uh, siblings you had growing up? I had two in the house with me. On my mama's side, it's three kids, two older sisters. I'm the youngest. Gotcha. And, um, on my daddy's side, I got several other siblings, but I'm the oldest on my dad. You mm. know what I'm saying? So, I knew some of my, I knew a good bit of my dad's children. Um, man, me and a couple of my brothers was we we was in the same grade because we were six months apart. He with me now. You know, but hey, I already knew when I get out of school, I was gonna sell me some dope. Uh, you I knew, knew ASAP. I, I knew. I wasn't what, trying to be nothing else. Yeah. What year was it? Did you know that in your mind? About 2003, in ninth grade. Ninth grade? Yeah. You knew, like, yo, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I already knew it because I was already living that life where, you, you know, when you, when you shine a light in school, it's two options. You either gonna stay up or you gonna fall. You know, when you the popular guy in school, school most of the time that guy don't make it. Right. It's so much pressure on them. Right. You get stuff so easy, and girls and stuff, you don't work hard no more. Right. You but got I, lazy in school. Man, I work like I'm ugly. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Time 50 said, damn, homie. Yeah. In high, school, high school, you, you was, was the man, man homie. homie. What, what? Yeah. happened to you? So I was the man in high school, so I had to work harder. <laughs> to maintain that. Yeah, to maintain it because, you know, you know, you know, at school you try to press the women, and women was gonna rob me anyway. A woman would have let me stay in the house. There were a couple of girls let me stay up without working. Right. They would they were gonna let me stay, probably talk junk every once in a while. Right. I was that guy, but I was like, I don't want no favors. Right. I'm gonna work. I'm gonna stay up. Right. You know what I'm saying? So school, you know, 
it was poverty when my mom died when I was in fifth grade. And then after she died, mm, rest in power. Like life got a little uh, little financially better because she started uh social security checks started coming, two hundred dollars a month. So I was like, well, mama looking out for me more heaven than she did on earth. But we were poor down here. But that check was coming every month. So that was mm. my first sign of residual income. Mm. That two hundred came every month. I was like, ooh, thank you, mama. And um it went from there, man. Just wanting to be up. You know, right. You so that, that, that poverty drove you. That poverty, boy. Boy, you know, I was in Marietta one time, and uh, <laughs> we were so poor. So we was in jail. You know how they tell you take off your shoes. So you know, every once in a while, something going on in jail today. We got to take off our shoes. I'm like, man, mm. goddamn, my damn socks, boy. You got them holes in them. And messed up. I don't know who socks I got on. <laughs> I got my sister sock with the ball on the back. <laughs> you remember them socks? And I knew that ball. I, I tried to reach in my ankle and snatch it off. When nobody really see it, but I heard some girls say they were like, "Oh, I wonder what sock kind of socks I got dirty Dwayne socks out of the day." So at that moment, I knew how dirty I looked. We were poor. Mm. Yeah. That's why I relate to you so much. I bring a lot of people on and deal with a lot of people, and they were like, "Yeah, you know, it was kind of it was it was." I tell them, "Yo, we was poor, 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 poor." Boy. Like talking about Goodwill calls for Christmas, like Goodwill yeah. agency at Christmas knocking on the door, like Here, Goodwill, here's your Christmas yeah. gifts, like boil that water, we need some heat, boil yeah. that water. No stove. Oh, man. Mama, mama cooking on the crock pot full meal. I mean, the little thing pulled up in the living room. It was like that, but lights off. Like, it was. You said trailer home, right? Trailer. We lived in a tin trailer, like a tin trailer. I remember one time it was so hot outside. So that tin trailer get hot. It's hot. It get hotter inside mm. than outside. I was like, Mom, I might just stay out the door. <laughs> man, summertime, you talking about 128 degrees. She out there with a whole pipe trying to wait the trailer, man. The steam is popping off. I'm like, well, I could put some in. The stove won't work. You're cooling the crib off by. Uh, uh, she tried. It down. She tried, man. Listen, the only thing it let me know, I could have cut some eggs on the side of that trailer. I was like, the stove ain't working. But damn, <laughs> this trailer hot. God done brought a stove, but it was so hot. What? No car. You know, it was bad. It was bad, man. I've been in that too. No Yo. car, none of that. So, so right, man. I know how that drives you. So, all right, so you went through that. And what'd that do to your psyche? As you were growing up, elementary school, middle school, you know you got the, the hand-me-downs, you got the, the your little sister sock on, like. I gotta get some money. All this other stuff they talking about, I don't care. I gotta get some paper, and I gotta get enough paper for my sisters. You know what I'm mm. saying? And they let them feel this, you know, I was willing to do anything but violence, take and steal. Mm. I was wow. a hustler, because I, that was just against my morals. I can't sleep at night. I ain't finna rape, take, steal, you know what I'm saying? You know, Rob, that ain't in me. I just was a hustler. You know, I just know I can I can figure it out. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this white man came by one day. Me and my brothers was hungry. And I asked him the other day. Me and my brothers was hungry. Me and my brothers, a couple dudes in the hood, we trying to figure out how to put some money together to, to get something to eat. We was in fourth grade. And a dude, white man came by. I asked him to pick some pecan. And they was like, man, I ain't working for no white man. I'm like, man, no. God, man, hell, hell, if you don't pay us that good, at least I can eat the pecan. <laughs> man, we went and picked them pecans, man. One dude went with me. The other dude quit while he was out there. I was picking them out them pecans. When we got back, the white man dropped him off, and he dropped me off. He paid him like $5. He slid me 20 mm. And he said, I seen what you were doing. He was just working. Like, it wasn't even about the pecan. That man, he came through the giver, because when we was out there, we picked one bucket, and he was like, y'all can... Right. He was just coming through, but I told my brother, I said, Well, you'd be a good steward of this opportunity. Yeah, God testing you at a young age to see who you are. Mm. So, and I wonder why, I like, asked my brother the other day, I'm like, I wonder why he tests us like that. But what it is, he tests you for the story. He already know who you are. 
Right. He tissue so you could tell this story. So when you see somebody like me getting it, you know, in my competitors, in my business, they'll realize they stand down. Cause this ain't no, he this different. ain't this ain't what you want. Just stay, get your money, stay in your lane, but you ain't missing. And I could tell you story after story. Why? Don't, cause you want to do what I do. Right. You, know, you ain't willing to, you ain't willing to not go get no, man, people, I ain't stuck no, man, no woman or nothing to go when it's time to go. Right. No emotion. Right. Lock for the family. Like, I got to bring this back and I ain't finna hurt nobody. Mm. But if you get in my way on the way to the, that's why I never had a gun, cause I knew how to use it. Mm. When I was in the street, I never carried a gun cause I knew who I was. I ain't trying to find out who, I already know. If I got this gun and somebody tried me, I'm going to use it. So I kept it away. Mm. So somebody Smart come, man. somebody come, hide, here you go, get it. But I know if I use that gun, I'm going to jail. So, you know, it's just like, man, that poverty, that poverty made me, uh, just fight different and take care of that family. Cause man, my, we was too poor, man. So you did the pecan picking. What was your first like entrepreneurial transaction? Entrepreneurial transaction. Whether, whether that was hustling, street, whatever. But what was that first time like you made some money for yourself? I, I tried to, uh, I sold, I, I, tried, I was selling weed in 10th grade. I sold it for like two weeks and I felt it, but I knew I already had it in me, but I didn't have no opportunity to, to really make no entrepreneur. You know, we sold my grandma hoods one time. But see, I would get that residual check. And to be honest, in ninth grade, by 10th grade, high school, I was straight. My godparents, which was my daddy cousins, they took care of me and spoiled me. Mm. So I was, in high school, you know, they buying me all the fresh jabos, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so yeah. I ain't really, they spoiled me for real. They were just giving me that money, but I never forgot that moment. Because I was so spoiled, people thought I was gonna get out of school and not know how to survive, but they forgot. I come from, I come my foundation from, was, is. My foundation was so bad, I feel like that was just my mama in heaven, God, a way of healing my pain, losing right. my mama like that. But uh, but my first entrepreneur after that, it was a dope game. You know, I went straight to the, yeah. I so went you graduated to, high school? I graduated high school. I went to college just to get my school check. Gotcha, get <laughs> that refund check. And, and I tried not to hustle. The first check, I was like, I'm just gonna go to college. I'm gonna become a, uh, I told myself, I was going to become a gym teacher because they looked like they weren't working. I said, you got to be a gym teacher. <laughs> and I wanted the school ID. I said, because if I traffic dope from Atlanta, when I get pulled over, I'm still, the end goal is to sell me some dope because I just ain't seen nothing else. So you else. got a gym teacher aspiration just as, to sell a, as a disguise to sell dope. To sell, to sell dope because I just, That's the, a real the hardest thing was getting caught on 20 from Atlanta. So my uncles, my daddy, everybody get caught on 20. Mm. So I was like, I got to figure out a way not to get caught. So I was trying to be smart, but the end game was always the dope game because it was just, that's what my uncle did. That's my, my daddy was good at it. And it was like, it fit my lifestyle. Cause I like to get fresh every day. And you know what I'm saying? I like, <laughs> I, like, I, like, I, I, like I like to pull up and feel good. I like to walk in the room and know, but like, ooh, I got it. Yeah. Yo, my upper hill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, You're like, gym teacher ain't gonna do that. They ain't gonna, they ain't gonna do that. I'm gonna get that little 35, you but I'm gonna use that front to bring the dope. You know what I'm saying? And, and if I get pulled over, they'll be like, check my credentials, the tag gonna be there. Yeah. The gym teacher. Strategic. Yeah, strategic. <laughs> you know? All right, so you went to school, you got the check, first semester, what happened? What I happened to college? I try not, I, I try not, I say, I try not to sell dope. The first one went so fast, bro. I like, God, dog, boy, this pay, I got the Pell Grant student loan, but that second, I got so broke. 
for about 40 days, I ain't going nowhere. I stayed home. But I told myself when I get this second school check, I'd never be broke again. Were you actually going to class, though? Yeah, I was, hell, yeah, I was going just enough because you got to go. You get that check. <laughs> you got to go just enough. What'd you do with the money? What, the first one? Yeah. Man, just fixing your car. Hey, Peace Family Real Estate Pioneer, Jay Morrison, coming to you live from the Black House. Uh, why haven't you got your first-of-his-kind video textbook, excuse me, interactive video textbook experience, the 12-step real estate crash course. This book will make you a real estate power player in real life with over six and a half hours of video lessons with 290 pages of real workbook experiences, tests, quizzes, assessments that give you the skill set, mindset, and formulas needed to dominate in real estate and be a power player in any part of the industry in real life. Homeowner, realtor, wholesale, landlord, flipper, developer, don't matter. You need this book. Your family needs this book. Go tap into the link right now for your, for your interactive, first of its kind, video textbook experience in real life. Tap in. 12stepvideotextbook.com. Fixing cars with your check. Yeah. Yeah, man. Fixing cars, man. You know, just in the check. Ran out. How much was it? You remember? It was like 20, 2800 That pill check was like 1200 Gotcha. So I got the pills. I had like four racks. And that second one, I was like, boy, I never in my life go broke again. And I got that second check, man. I read, I bought me some dope. Some cracks, some coke, some heroin. Yeah, I, 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 I just sell powder. Powder? So I just brought, you know what I'm saying? I posted by, I posted at, at that time, the quarter bricks were going for like, I thought I was going to get like eight. The quarter bricks were going for like eight. But I ended up getting like four again. Mm-hmm. So I, I got, um, I got, I was supposed to get a four way, but I ended up spending some money, but I got me like two in the baby. Gotcha. They got me like two in the baby. And man, I had a trout and stayed, uh, my, well, one of them, it ain't as far, it's close to my hometown, man. That thing took off off the rip because I had a, I had a car that I got in high school, a Crown Big, red and yellow on 22. So you got the, and my brother got one too, because his mama had hit a lick on the social security and he got his car in high school too. So we ride around the rim, so they made the trap jump. Cause mm, now, now, you, now you learn about you learn about marketing. Right. right around this time, the rim thing hot, so we parked the car in front of the trap. Trap on fire. Mm. I'm, I'm going through a, a, a pile every two days. All twenties. All twenties. All twenties. You know what I'm saying? So I was I was a two for thirty five, three for fifty, four for yeah, seventy kind of guy. Yeah, <laughs> Six for hundred. I feel you. My what? <laughs> so man, I was man, I was trapping, man, I was trapping. And I ain't, I ain't really been broke. I ain't been broke since, for real. I went through some, you know what I'm saying? The truck got busted that April. I got that check that like that January. Uh, I got that check like that January or something, December. But the truck got busted in April. So mm. now I'm back again. How old were you then? I was 19. Gotcha. Now, did you, did you get caught in that? No. Nah, I let, man. I went to jail. I got I went to jail so fast. I went to jail for running from the police. Gotcha. I ran one night, ran one day, and uh, they didn't catch me. But they caught me on the, um, I ran again the next week. And then they charged me twice for two obstruction of officers. Yeah, that was you. That was me. <laughs> so now I started getting back out the trap. I'm hot. Right. I, I, I got to go to court for these misdemeanors. So I was getting out the trap, and I was front my cousin them in the minute trap, man. I lost everything. When they busted, I had just read up in front of my cousin them everything. And that ended. The trap ended, and um, now I'm back out here with nothing again. And um, I got a job. I got a job at a window plant in that April. And then I started back hustling again said, uh like August because I had lost some money gambling, lost my whole paycheck gambling. Now I don't read up again. Now I'm back rolling. Got caught September this time with the cocaine. So you got a job at a wonder plant? Wonder plant. What was you doing in the plant? 
um, feeding glass. You know what I'm saying? So I just they they um they feed. I, no, I was I was tempering it, tempering yeah. it. If they don't need to be tempered, I'm just feeding it. They feed it, they wash it, they put the thing around it. So I was a feeder. So I was really trying out the hustle. Like me and we living in the projects. Me and my baby mama, my three kids. I'm, you know, we living paycheck to paycheck, but I'm trying to live this good life. Right. But I'm happy on free. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm on probation for the little misdemeanor in Statesboro, but I'm living a good life. But man, one day I got my check and it was like $700. We're getting paid every two weeks. And I counted my bills up. And my bills came out to $700 something dollars. I mean, like six, six, six something. And I was like, man, if I pay my bills, I'm going to be all the way broke. Mm. I looked at my darn sister. I said, man, I ain't paying nothing. <laughs> I don't give a damn. I'm not paying. Ain't no way I don't work two weeks. It's the weekend. Right. I'm not paying all these damn bills. Because that means what I'm going to do this week? Right. Wait, wait to go back to work? Nah. <laughs> this ain't living. So I, I had to catch my chick, put that money in my pocket, got fresh, <laughs> put on my cologne. I'm, uh, hey, yeah. Well, I ain't living good, y'all. I ain't touching the damn bills. <laughs> The weekend is the weekend. What y'all doing? I can do whatever. I got seven hundred dollars in my pocket. That is culture trap one on one. Culture trap. Messed around. Went to the gambling house. Playing around. Just playing cards. Playing cards. Game called good. Lost every dollar in bars. Mm, negative. Now I'm saying, man, if I would have paid my bills, <laughs> I would have been home with God. Listen, I was so hurt because now <laughs> stomach. The money gone. Now the net check. I'm already in the hole because I ain't pay these bills. I'm like, oh my God. So, man, I went to the dope man. He fronted me an ounce. Said, I'm just going to make this money back just to, just to get back right. right, get back to where I was that day, my humble self where I should just stay home. Man. Right, <laughs> back to my job. <laughs> that journey, I, I was selling though. I flipped a bam, flipped another one. Man, I got the money, but now I'm rolling too good. Right. I was on the phone with my daddy. He was in prison. I said, man, dad, I don't got the streets. I don't took over two weeks. Two weeks, I was close about two or three weeks. Mess around one night, police pulled me over. And uh and he pulled me over. And and I ran. And I ain't run at first. In the car or you hopped no, out? No, no, I ain't I ain't run at first. I was calm. Police named Matthew. And he was like, I like, why you pulled me over? He said, man, you swear? I said, I ain't swear, man, but I had the dope on me. And he I had it right there. And he said, uh, so he searched me and he ain't find it. How much you had on you? It was like, it was like 28. It was like Five hundred, no, a $1,000 worth of um, sex. It was like 50, 20. I gotcha. So, G Pack. Yeah. That's what we call them top. G Pack. So, I'm riding around <laughs> traveling all day. Like, people call me, I'm pulling up on Man, he was about to let me go. Then it was, a, it was a police named Brad Adams. He was like, hey, Brad, he said, who you got? He said, I got one of the Coley brothers. That's what they used to call me and my brother. Right. He said, Dwayne, he said, I'm about to let him go. He ain't got, you know, good. He said, hold him right there. I'll be back. I said, oh, shit. <laughs> I said, Brad gonna check me different. They know the door. I said, man, y'all. So Brad pulled up. I seen the light. I said, man, y'all wrong, man. He said, why you rocking back and forth? It's good. You good. <laughs> Give him the rock. Said, Give him the rock nah, real quick. Wrong. I said, man, I said, y'all wrong, man. <laughs> Brad came out. Boom. Took off. Man, he shot the taser. I was running so fast. that I, I seen the taser hit. Kablow. I was like, I should have ran track. I ran so goddamn fast, but I messed around and threw the dope too early. Threw the dope in the bushes, because I'm thinking they behind me, but I beat them. Threw the dope in the bushes, head, head in this white lady back, girl, I'm in the dark. So they on the way on that. They don't bring all the police. They searched for like an hour. Couldn't find me. I don't already call my job. Right. told them, look, I knew, I knew the supervisor. Her name was Jet. I said, Jet, uh, I'm probably going to miss three days. <laughs> I knew I was going to turn myself in, but they going to let me go in three days because they ain't finding it. I ran, so now I just did this instruction, but right. this ain't no feeling. Right. Misdemeanor. So by the hour left, they, the lights are gonna say, Damn, I can walk home, man. They ain't kept me. I said, I turned myself in tomorrow or something. So I'm walking home. 
we stayed in the projects and I would come through the path and um uh, and I bumped something. It was like somebody, I, I couldn't see it, I had a dark suit on. I bumped them. Now I looked back, I seen the badge. It was the police with Brad Adams. I said, yeah, ooh. I said, look like y'all looking for somebody tonight. <laughs> and he put out a gun. He said, yeah, and if you take another step, I'm gonna blow his head off. I said, oh, he <laughs> <laughs> got me. <laughs> got me, man. And then, you know, they took me to jail that night, but they still ain't find that dope. And I felt God in my essence, he say, if they don't find these drugs, are you gonna quit? Mm. And I couldn't lie. If they don't find this dope, as soon as I get out, I'm back at it. So I, I fell into a deep sleep. It felt like I was asleep for hours, but I was on the sleep for like 15 minutes. And uh, cause he called the dogs. And uh dogs. And cause the sheriff came there, he was like, he ain't got nothing, whatever he got, he don't got rid of it. He said he wanna call the dogs. I heard him say that when I left, but my my, my um, baby mama brother was locked up too in the, in the county. And he said on the door, he said, Wayne, they find something, dog. I said, God damn. So now I got a feeling. Possession with a tent. God damn. Lee, Lee got it there. They let me get my job back. I'm working. You bailed out? Yeah, I bailed out three days later. And I, they let me get my job back. But I knew I had this charge. I got to face it soon. So this was like September. I got caught September 23rd. So I got out like September 26, 27. What year was that? That was 2000 and, uh, that was 2007. Okay. That was 2007. So, you know, a year after high school, I done went through all this. The trapping states were everything. That's all a year after high school? Oh, yeah, year after high school. I think it's like a three-year span. No, a year after high school. Everybody happy because I was, they were so used to me winning in school. Everybody like, Wayne finally, his bad days coming, man. So I ended up going back to work, working at the um, plant. We get the, we get a letter, the plant about to shut down. So now I'm about to lose my job again. God damn. I can't go back you to You got three kids at the time. Three children. Yeah, three kids, yo. Gosh. Three kids already. And uh, I was like, man, damn, here I go. But I couldn't go back to the streets because I had to face this charge. And I had the misdemeanor stuff in Statesboro. You said probation too, right? Yeah, probation. The right. misdemeanor probation. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I can't I can't go back to selling drugs. So I messed around and got laid off. They were closing the plant. They said they're going to close in December. But if you just started, they let you go right now. Like, damn, let go my job. <laughs> damn, I'm gone. Everybody was like, boy. I ain't got nothing, so man, I went, I went and um, I went and put in applications, man, at three places: Georgia Pacific, a, a, a plant called Firecom, and Georgia Power. Was Georgia Power? It was like the um, it was Southern Company, but it was like the contractor thing. Man, I put in them, them applications, man, and I was staying with my sister. And I used to help her with a bill, cause mm -hmm. you know, grown man standing up. She got, she came home. I was putting on my clothes, my crime bitch. She said, "What you doing?" She said, "Where you going?" I said, "Man, I lost my job." She said, "Yeah, but where you going?" I said, "Man, I'm not finna stay in nobody's house, and I ain't working." She said, "Where you gonna sleep?" I said, "I sleep in my car. I can't help you with these bills. I'm not finna stay here one night." Right. Man, I went and put in job applications. Man, uh, I'm sitting on the sofa one day. I get a call. The first job call. It was like, uh, "You, Dwayne Coley, we got a, you got a job. You need to come interview." Da 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 da. You got the job. Bam. Hung, I said, hold on, I got a beat. Bam. The other job called Georgia Pacific. Mm. Are you Dwayne Coley? We need you. True story. My baby mama and her mama was there. I say, mm. I say, yeah, I say, all right, be in. Hung up the phone. I said, that's crazy. And my baby mama was like, there were two jobs called you better be. I said, yeah, phone wrong again. Bow. Georgia Power. All three of the jobs no. I put on called within a minute to two minutes apart. So I was like, God, I was like, which one I'm gonna choose? The other job was paying me more. It was paying me like. It started me fifteen dollars an hour. This job paid me twelve, but I took Georgia Power because I got to travel. Mm. I need to get out of this environment, so I was gone Monday through Thursday, and I got that job. They started me out like thirteen dollars an hour, and so I got that job done. And while I'm working, 
two stores. So I'm working this job. First day I gave a homeless man some money and I gave him a good bit of money. And, and the, uh, the supervisors and the white boy team, they was like, you sh some of them people could go to work. You shouldn't get them no money. I say, God, before I even got in the Bible and stuff, I just be like, man, watch, God gonna show y'all. Man, you gotta help people. I always had that mentality to right. help people. Man, the next day, the, my old job I got laid off from, called me, they say, you gotta check up here, a service <sighs> check. So I'm like, damn, ooh, that check might be about $400, man. I could pay a bill. Right. Thank God. Right. $400, I'm praising God. I call my grandma, I say, oh, I said, can my grandma come get it? Call my grandma, I said, grandma, I got a check. And <laughs> uh, I go, go there and get it. You know what I'm saying? They say a service check. Man, them folk, oh, she went and got that check. That check like $4,800. <sighs> they paid me. They was laughing at me because I got laid off. They paid me from the time I left to the time the plant gonna close. So everybody who worked, worked for nothing. Cause they were, we got paid anyway. Everybody who left that wow. day, who everybody was so laughing. They work, they working to earn the same check. They working. You got advanced. Because they was the veterans, so they got to work. But the plant must was using them, cause like we gonna work y'all, cause these we ain't know what to do like them. They been out there for twenty years. Man, I got a check for forty eight hundred dollars, and then the income tax check came the next month. So this mm. is my first time ten thousand dollars at one time. Mm. Even when I was hustling at that first level, my first phase of hustling, I never had ten thousand dollars. Wow. So I worked at I worked Georgia Power. I don't, I'm not selling dope at all. I made a rap song. I started rapping. Mm. I made a rap song. You ain't got to be a dope boy to have money. Me and my partner brought the black. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was making, I was rapping about don't sell the drug. Live a life. Right. Live this corporate life, man. Work hard. Figure it out out here. It ain't worth it. Right. I worked that job three, two and a half years. All of a sudden, they switching companies. I want you to pause right there. I'm going to come back to that. Yeah. I don't want to miss two, I'm gonna miss two points. One, what was going on in your mind that said, I need out this environment I'm going to choose Georgia Power. Why was that even a motivation to you? Because it was just nothing. I need to see something else, and it costs gas money. So they're going to pay me to travel and come to Atlanta for free. Damn, the paycheck. I mm. need to get to Atlanta because they was working in Atlanta. Gotcha. I needed to get around because I had been up in Atlanta before. So I was trying to get back to Atlanta. That was always my goal, gotcha. to get back to Atlanta because it fitted my hustle. Gosh, you know so, what you, saying? so you ain't thinking about the $2 an hour difference. You're nah. looking at bigger play. Man, I get to Atlanta, I'm going to get back in my mojo. Cause I used to come to Atlanta every year, every year, uh, uh, every summer. And when I come to Atlanta, people always treated me different. Mm. The country thought I was just Mary and Joseph. Boy. Right. Everybody in Atlanta always seen. You brought that energy out here, and it was like, damn, that boy. The country got too used to me. They thought I was just, a, you know, like Jesus said in the Bible. They thought he was just Mary right. and Joseph. They too close to me. Everybody gonna know your property instead of your family in your hometown. Right. But, Every time I used to come to Atlanta, the girls and everything, it was just like a, here you go. <laughs> He's like, arrived. <laughs> the, the, the mamas, the, the, was like, yeah, come in. Some, I go to somebody's house, some friends I'm playing with in the summer. Come in, baby. It was always that in the A. So I got to get back to the city. Right. I got back up here. So That's yeah. when the Country Wayne name came. Gotcha. All right. So oh, Country Wayne, because you was country, I was country, but now in Atlanta. But that's when I started becoming that. I went to school in Savannah for like about, about eight weeks with my daddy because he was with, he was with this lady, and they called me country. So that's they they, they called me country country. But that's when I when I came to Atlanta, doing Georgia Power, and I was going to the studio and just becoming this country Wayne. It was Atlanta was like Atlanta was like Wakanda. Mm. I always felt the energy. Awesome. Now I want to ask you about the homeless man 
and that servitude, mm-hmm. that philanthropy, that 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 planting that seed. Yeah. Um, what about your background, your your moral compass, your mindset, ideology, whatever you want to call yeah. it, made you almost just homeless yourself, packing your stuff in your car, nowhere to stay, just got a job, feel like that that offering, so to speak, was uh the right play. Cause every time we used to go through something when I was young, I kept my faith and something happened for me. Then it went, I see it went happen for others. I kept my faith. Like it was like it was like time. I fell off a bicycle one time. I would believe in God strong. I fell off a bicycle one time. Foot got in the front and I flipped in the air bad. My mom and her friend came running. I said, Mama, it's okay. God caught me in the air and laid me down soft. Then one time a flower had talked to me. I'm out there playing with a flower in my grandma flower pot. I'm like, I know you can talk. I know you can. I'm just talking to the flower. I said, I know you can talk. Just talk with me. I say, if you talk, I'm not going to tell nobody. I I promise. Mm. I promise on every my family. I'm not going to talk. The flower said. I went in the house, told everybody, <laughs> hey, come outside. My mom, mama, Mama, Ruben. Yeah, I know. Here. I said, I want this shit. This guy during the flower just talk. Man, I ain't worried about nothing. This flower just talk. I knew it could talk. I had faith. I knew this flower could talk. Man, I call my mama, Auntie Ruby, grandma, hey, hey, they 30-something years old. They following this little six-year-old boy. <laughs> I'm like, hey, watch this. I say, listen, now, hey, I got my own family here, but they ain't going to tell nobody. It's just us. <laughs> I say, talk to me one more time. Make that little noise you did. We talking about grandma. Look, hey, I say, we ain't going to tell nobody. Come on, come on. Flower ain't say nothing, boy. <laughs> Man, mama, then when I say, boy, she don't call my daddy, you know what I'm saying? How about Dwayne out here to my son, flower don't talk to him. <laughs> my daddy was like, well, if he said it, because my daddy used to be always high. He said, if he said it, he probably did. <laughs> but man, they, the look I seen in my eyes, this how I know they knew I wasn't lying because why would they come out there? They 30 something years old. Why y'all, they were 30, my grandma was 50 something. Why would y'all come and check and see if a flower talk? But man, it was so many things happened to me. I used to always try to, I ain't never want what I was getting. Somebody mm-hmm. pay me a check. I don't want it, cause I'm trying to find the miracles that was happening to me alone in my life, even in the midst mm. of us being part, poor. Things used to just happen for me. So I'd be like, I always want the miracle money. You playing miracle, see? I'm playing like, miracle. I don't want, uh, like when I get a deal in Hollywood, it don't feel the same. Mm. Like that money they give me for that book, they don't feel like nothing. But the, the amount of people gonna talk about it and it touch over time, and that back end, I know I feel a billion. That ain't, I don't want them seeds. That money can't do nothing. Right. And money, you, you get it. Harvest. Money, you get it, you could count it. And if you could look at some money, be like, something in this world could take this in one chunk. That ain't, I want the miracle. Mm, yeah. Miracle over the money. Yeah, yeah. I love the miracle. I live out miracle because, man, I feel like God is our reparation. I feel like God is, is holding special black people. That's our reparation. Trap bars. You know what I'm saying? So, all right. Two and a half years of Georgia Power. Yeah. We're going back there. Yeah. Then what? I, I started, I was hustling again. Cause my daddy got out of prison. And we, my daddy got out of prison and we was working, working. And cause he, he, he was like, he traffic dope. You know what I'm saying? One day I'm going to work. I said, daddy, can I get $40 the bar for this week? I pay back, I get my check this week. He said, son, I was about to ask you the same thing. Mm. Looked at each other, this ain't gonna work. We don't came too far and now my dog back out. <laughs> I know my daddy gonna get that though, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but make a long story short, I'm still trying to work the Georgia Power job though. Man, how about they switch companies and now we gotta do a background check again? 
Mm. So it's like a rehiring process. You automatically hire, but they just got to go through it. I got this charge now because I don't went to court for this this dope the possession with a tent. Right. When I got the job, remember I was I ain't had went to court yet, so it wasn't on my record. So I was able to ease in. Man, they ran my record. They they fired me. So that two and no, two, two and a half year span, what happened with that charge? You still was fighting it? You was no, I I I I got um they gave me ten years probation. Gotcha. But now it's on my record. George Powell got rid of me, and I'm mad at the corporate system now because I haven't did nothing for y'all to fire me. But just, I had, but just because something happened before I got here, I don't prove to you I'm a lawyer worker. Yeah. But man, when they got rid of me, I will I jumped knee deep into what I was doing. But I was doing it to get out. I was doing it become country Wayne. I was pushing me as a rapper. Mm. I wanted to get out. You know what I'm saying? So, so that was gonna be your way. Was rap? Rap, yeah. rap was your 2010. Your really, that was just the end goal. But it wasn't just that. I was promoting just anything in the entertainment field where I could make me six figures to 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 replace what what, what I was making in the dope game. At that time, were you known for being funny, quote unquote? Hell no, nobody that? nobody ain't know I was funny in my own town. Because I, they ain't never see that side. That side is the gift. God's not finna get that to nobody who don't believe. Mm. Cause when I'm funny, it's a miracle type of funny. It's real wicked. Once it turn on, it's like everything I say can be fun. I can feel it. So uh, my friends in Atlanta knew, and my classmates, and my college prep, and the crazy only people knew I was funny was the white people. Mm. Because when I, I was in college prep class, you turned that on. The haters in the hood, I couldn't be Wayne. Cause they took it for weakness. I fought more in school than anything. Cause they used to try to call me a pretty boy and try to bully me. Man, I, I fought everybody and I swung first every fight. So by the time I got to high school, I had a couple fights, but everybody knew well, okay, who you go. is. We ain't lose a draw, you finna get touched. If you touch me, we, we finna do something else in here. <laughs> so they took, so I never showed that side cause in the streets you couldn't. Right. You know what I'm saying? But when I, I didn't show um, that funny side of for real, the more I got viral, uh, when I got out the streets, I showed me all the way. And my hometown was shocked. Like, who is this guy? Who is it? Even my family. God damn. You want to know what's funny? I was just always real. I'd say some real stuff. Like, if somebody broke, but somebody got it, I'm like, man, they lying. I'm like, man, you lying, man. Stop. Hey, hey stop lying. <laughs> so I was just, I always make people laugh. And the, and the white people in class, I was like, act this out. How do we act? They always act me to act out because I told them up. Every period. Oh, they like, act me out, act this out. But I, I, they were like, Wayne, you so funny. Like, I had them in my hand, like, even my teacher. Like, she like, I had them so in my hand one day. We taking a final exam. I used to make everybody laugh in class so much. We taking a final exam. She said, Wayne, I know you're going to cheat because everybody should help me cheat. <laughs> she said, so you can't. I want you to sit by me at the desk. I'm like, Miss Trey, you know I'm from the field. Damn. I don't care. I'm a free show all year. Right. You really finna do this to me? Cheating is on my mind. I'm coming to school confident. I'm finna make an 87. <laughs> now I'm finna make a seven, cause I don't know nothing. Right. Man, I started the desk. I'm like, I can't believe this goddamn white lady switched out on me like this. I said, that won't trust white people. <laughs> cause all this, you been letting me make the class laugh. You gonna set me up on the final exam? I started the desk. She had all the answers on her desk for the whole body. Gave you the layup. I'm cheating so good, I'm working it out on the paper like I really did it. <laughs> I'm copying in the workout. I'm copying in the page. I want to use the same Charity too? Yeah, charity, charity too. I don't copy it out. I'm feeling good up here, man. Man, the white girl came back named Angel. She seen it. She flipped it over. She said, Miss Drake, Dwayne is up here cheating. I said, I'm, I was only at a 74 by the time she came up here. So now I got, I, I was planning on making a 90. And, and, 
And then Drake said, Dwayne, I know you did. Oh, I can't believe you. And I'm like, eh, just flip it back over, please. <laughs> <laughs> you, but, you know, so I had favor because, man, white folks, man, they knew I was funny from day one. Right, they, they saw you. Other people didn't see the you. Black folks, own. I had to be the street wing. Mm. I had to be, I had to be drilled. But, so, and I was like. What'd they call you in the hood? In the hood, they called me Wayne. Gosh. You know what I'm saying? Everybody just like Wayne, you know what I'm saying? Now, now when I got 2010, I was country Wayne. Gotcha. By the time I got to Statesboro and with my lad baby mama, you know what I'm saying? My ex wife, me and her, you know what I'm saying? And they town, I was country Wayne. Because mm. I had the parties. I had, I would bring in Charlotte RP Charlotte uh Gucci Man, yeah, Plies, you know what I'm saying? So I was country Wayne to them. Gotcha. All right, so you started hustling dope with your pops. Yeah, 2010. Gotcha. Again, parallels. My um, I seen my pops when I was seven years old, and I was nine years old for like a week both times. Mm -hmm. I ain't seen him again until I was seventeen, mm -hmm. and I sold him some crack because he was gonna yeah. die. Yeah. And he was living in Nebraska. I was living in Jersey. Mm -hmm. And my first week I ever spent with him at that age, I started hustling with him. Yeah. And then he then he, then he saw the money I made when I went to Nebraska. I, I racked off. Cause, yeah. Because they were paying two hundred a gram. Yeah. In Nebraska, so he stopped getting high, got clean, and started yeah. trapping. Yeah. And yeah. so that was our relationship. Was, yeah, yeah, that was, was like, it worked in mysterious ways, ain't it, boy? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, yeah. so you hustle with your pops. Yeah. Now you getting it at we another level. We and him both, we got a town. I'm the man. 2010, oh, I'm Lit. Country Wayne. I got this country town locked down. And I'm and, and uh, I'm throwing the parties. Uh, I'm the man in the city. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and I'm hustling so hard. 2012, I had plows coming. And, mm. and this is how I ended up reading the Bible for the first time. I got, had like 60, 60 some thousand dollars. I had the new whip, plies is coming. This cost me 37, you know what I'm saying? Mm. With, with promotion and everything, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn, I'm up. This ain't right. I know the ending to this story. It happened right. to my daddy, my mama, everybody. My niece had a Bible up there. And How I'm, much cash you you seen at your height of your, of, of your hustling? I, it was about a, it was about 100. But I always kept money moving. But I, I seen, I done had like, I had over over brick at one time. So, you know, trap moving, dope fronted. You know, you, you tell you have a hundred grand. You know what I'm saying? But this, in, a, in a small town, I am the king. Right. Facts. There's nobody here. <laughs> they got this. You know what I'm saying? I was coming to the A bounding for the, they would tax me up here, 42 for the brick. I mm. didn't care. I'm taking them. I was taking it in the country. I remember when I, I booked tour team. Uh, Johnny Cabell, like, you paying too much for him. Man, I took him. He like, you shouldn't pay for him. I get him for two. I said, man, just give him to me. Four grand. I'm taking him down here. I'm making 25. Like, the country was sweet. So, you know what I'm saying? But, that's powder? Uh, huh? That's powder? Yeah, the coat. Yeah. You know, I was, by this time, I'm still honest. You gotcha. want a quarter brick? I got you. You want a four way? You know what I'm saying? He got there. It, I was a man, but I knew the goal. I, ain't feel, I never embraced it right. as a dope boy. I was always acting like the parties was making the money. Mm. So people in the party world, these college promoters hating, trying to catch up with me. Man, you don't know, man. Some of these parties, I'm breaking even. This dope money. Right. Dope boys. I'm just looking good. Dope boys trying to keep up with me. Man, you can't keep up with me. Cause I knew how to go to the bank and borrow 15,000 cash. So mm. when I was to, when I got, when I bought Ply, I went to the bank. I was, I was in all worlds, cause the, the corporate world at Georgia Power taught me how to go to the bank. Mm. Take your car title or go in there and negotiate. Now, I went in the bank. I got my daddy alone. So, so we, you, so I was working. So you, le you leverage your experiences in the corporate trap. Oh yeah. 
to help you in the corner trap. To help me in the corner trap. You got to have all three on. If not, the corporate world need the streets, and the streets need the corporate world. So, mm. you know what I'm saying? So, first time reading the Bible. First time reading the Bible. Tell us about it. I read it, and I read so many pages that first night. I called my grandma that morning and was like, why y'all been lying to me? Because mm. y'all on the stories, you know, the story by Samson in the Bible, they Correct. were like, he lost his hair. But it was never his hair, it was his faith. Because, remember, they say after he lost his hair, they let him grow his hair back, and he killed. Uh, if it was his hair, they would have kept cutting it in jail. His hair was never history. I'm like, man, so I'm, I'm understanding stuff in the Bible. I'm calling my grandma. One, my auntie was a Jehovah Witness and my grandma, the church. I'm like, man, why y'all lied to me in this Bible? You know what I'm saying? So, But when I read that Bible, my whole life for about six months got real bad. I lost all that money with plies and a drop came. The Bible seemed like it, but what it was doing, it was tearing down that life and getting me out of this life slowly. Couldn't mm. do it in one day because then I wouldn't have no story. Gotcha. My life changed that day to the point it broke down and the streets were going back good 2013. But I was booking video. That's how I met my boy Southern Bread. Uh, he was coming down there shooting music videos for me. So now I'm really trying to get out for real. Mm. 2014 got a little comfortable. My daddy got caught. They they beat him. And uh, they had to take him to the hospital first before they lock him up. Make a long story short, now I'm back in a messed up situation because it's about the, um, he he go get the dope. I don't know the plug. Mm. Man, he was in the hospital. And uh, I said, man, God, you get me out of this, man. I'm going to try to be famous for real. Like, I'm going to try to push this country or anything. So I talked to my daddy that night. He in the hospital. I said, well, where the police at? He said, they come back to get me in the morning. I said, in the morning? I said, where you at? He said, I'm in, um, me and my Cheryl in the hospital room. I said, who in there? He said, no. I said, the police gone? He said, I said, man, take them things out your own IVs. Get out of that hospital right now. I said, son, Lee. I said, yes, Lee. He left that hospital 2014, and he was on the run for to 2016, but it gave me enough time because he was able to go- Get the plug. Get the plug for a little bit more while. So he on the run, but it gave me time to put together this plan. By 2014, to the time he got caught 2016, I had started two nightclubs. To my, got famous. I was, I had like, by the time he went to jail, I had like two million followers, two or three. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When they finally got him in 2016, I said, by the time you come home, I'm country one. We good. <sighs> and he got out last year. I got him a trucking business. So your fame started with the nightclubs and the party promotion? It started party promotion, but I went viral on the video. So I went viral on the video while I'm building this club. I'm building mm. the club September. I went viral on the video October 2014. What was that video? When you had a fake like you like a girlfriend's cooking. Mm. I, I did that video. I got my girl to go buy a baked potato, and she 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 tasted it. I said, mmm. You know, I was using my expression. And she was like, you want some more? I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. And the video went viral. This 15-second video went viral. And I've been trying to shoot all these videos, putting all this money in the rap game. Man, I quit rapping that day. Man, I quit rapping, dog. And I got 2,000 followers. I told my brother Prince Tay, I say, this what God want me to do. I'm famous. I started posting three videos a day. I got to the 30,000 followers. I cussed all my baby mamas out. I said, I told y'all, don't y'all mess with me. Y'all talking all the time. I'm famous. I got 30,000 followers. I'm talking about, I, one time I put up on, on Facebook, I was like, man, I appreciate y'all for making me famous. And one girl was like, boy, you just got 30,000 followers. I'm like, she don't even know, you don't know me. Right. Once I do something, I'm going to take it over. Right, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. Man, I knew at 2,000 followers, man, I posted a video three days, I mean, three videos a day. At it. Then the, the nightclub opened up on my birthday, the first one, the spot. 
jumped the first night. Because now I'm country Wayne. I got 250,000 followers. By March, I had a million. Now I'm getting called to go do stand-up. So I went and got me another nightclub. And, man, 2016, 15, it just kept rolling from there, dog. You know what I'm saying? So I just took that energy and I quit the streets for real 2016. Because mm. I quit that day. I told my daddy I'd see you on the other side. My, dad, my brother got everything out the house. I, everybody who I was How much fronting, time your daddy get? He got four years. You know what I'm saying? But he got caught the next day after I quit. Wow. I quit. I had just cleaned out the house. Prince State, the one T that be in the video with Drill. You go back and watch the rap videos. He was in them. I got a song called Child Abuse on YouTube. You'll see Child Abuse, Child Abuse, the way I whipped the baby. Bread shot it. Mm. We was in the streets and projects for real. And he was always my right-hand man. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little brother, same daddy. Solid. And, uh, and they came and got my daddy. Feds came. I heard the knock on the door. It was a weird knock. We was on the way to a show in Brunswick, Georgia. Like, boom, 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 boom. I know that knock. But I ain't thinking no feds now. And my brother, he went to the door. He said, man, it's the FBI. I said, damn. I said, I don't got all this far. And I'm finna go down. I said, well, at least I'm famous. God fell. <laughs> I said, I'm finna make a living off some free country Wayne t-shirts. And by the time I get out, everybody gonna wanna see me. Right. I said, I don't have a run out here. I'm finna do about 40 months in jail, trafficking cocaine. I went outside. He saw you, Dwayne Coley. He, I said, yes, I already had my hand behind my back. He said, well, we looking for your dad, Vincent Coley. I said, ooh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, and so you just ran that right into ran that. I got in the comedy game and and I kept those same tactics. I mm-hmm. treated it like the dope game because once you a dope boy, whatever you are in the business, I tell all dope boys, you know, hustlers run the streets. Mm. Don't matter what, Jack boys cool. Hustlers always control the streets. So I tell all dope boys, once you get in the business, you gonna take over because you understand the dope game. You sold a when you a dope boy, you got to sell a drug that you can't even market because it's illegal. It's quiet. And Matt, you know how good you got to be to be a dope boy? You selling a drug that you can't even market. A marketer could put up posters, could go on social media, I got this product. Right, funnels. A dope boy is selling a product he can't even market. That's why they lock him up first. The jack boys, you, you go hurt somebody, kill somebody, and get out for a dope boy because they know the mentality of a dope boy if you really get in the game. You a CEO. You, you, nothing can stop you because you gonna, man, listen, you gonna move different. You know what I'm saying? And, and so when I got in this company game, I was like, oh, this is candy. I was meeting people, meeting the agents, the managers, and comedians. I'm like, light work. Oh, they ain't been through what I was. This is like, it's, it's entertaining me to be in it. I'm like, this is easy, <laughs> bro. These is billions. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Man. Man, that's an amazing story. All right, family, we're going to segue into our trap, what I call my trap analysis, yeah. Yeah. right? Country Wayne's trap analysis. So my brother, Country Wayne, um, as you all see, was able to beat the corner trap the hard way, was able to maneuver through and leverage the corporate trap, was able to uh, double down on a culture trap, and he just totally just dismissed the college trap. But actually, the college trap was actually a breeding ground for your comedy. Yeah. So you was able to leverage these traps to be exactly who you are today. And actually, yeah. I would even say this, that God was able to use these traps to build you to who he wanted you to become today. Because not only are you a comedian and an entrepreneur, but you are a testimony and you put him first. Yeah. yeah. You put him on shirts, literally. Yeah, on shirts, my boy. He said it. He's Preaching and teaching and ministry in a whole different way. He said it. Ministering don't, and, and, and they don't even know it. That's the only reason. I said, if I had a church, my church is this every day. Find Jesus, bye. 
if y'all come back next Sunday, I'm going to take every dollar y'all got. Because y'all, I don't told you. Just, there's no other reason for life. There's mm. no other reason for life but to get people to him. And because when you get them, it's like a drug. Mm. They think about a crackhead. Everybody worry about a crackhead. But that mean that crack's so good to them. Running back. Everybody worry about a crackhead, but just think about a crackhead. Crack is so good to them that they don't care how you look at them. They don't care if they keep all out because they have found a product. They don't care about selling their mama no, jewelry. No, because they found a product. Now, crack is a bad product. But if a crackhead turn their energy to God, see, God is a good product. Mm. See, when you find God, it's so good to you. Like, I really, every day, be sleep and be like, man, I, I really want people to find it because I don't care because I got them. I even tell my kids, man, you, you better find them. I can't find him for you. Mm. I can show you how it feel to have him, but I can't find him for you. You got to call his name. You got to yawn for him in his brain. I tell them, I tell them, they ask me, why I ain't with nobody? Because I can't deal with nobody who want the world more than they want God. It's mm. okay to want the world, but Trap we get God, bar. he going to give you to you anyway. Every ex I had wanted the world. And now they see me out here, I got it. You got Because God's showing you, and I got everything they ever wanted while I was with them. I could buy 10 G-Wagons right now and won't fill it. Because the money going to come Talk back. Talk heavy. Because I found the man, and God not. Big flex. And if you, and if you got him, and you with somebody who don't got him, he gonna, he gonna block it. He like, cause no, cause if I give you this, they gonna enjoy these heavenly blessings and miraculous and then they ain't ready for it. So they could get some earthly blessings. Mm -hmm. So he had, I had to separate from everything because he like, I'm finna give, cause you believe in me. So I'm gonna give you what they want to make them jealous, to make them come and holler at me. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I got it though. Like I got a residual income. My kids moving with me. I got what it, I got a piece of whatever. I tell my agents and members, y'all ain't smarter than me. Cause he give me wheels. I don't mean supposed to understand. I don't understand how. I thought understanding algorithms online was normal. So I watched Mark Zuckerberg interview, and they teach that in Harvard. Wow. They teach this, and these they teach you by algorithms. So that's how they built these platforms. I'm like, damn. So God gave it to me, and I'm thinking it's normal. I thought everybody understood mm. how to go viral each time. Yes. You don't understand. I know how to go viral each time. In real life. Every day, I don't been seven years straight. There's nothing I put up that don't go by. I know how to do it because I understand that algorithm. But God will teach you stuff that they teach you in college for free. He'll give you game. I understand mm. finances. I'm like, I be I, my accountant. So everybody who worked with me, they in their position, but I coach them on how to handle me. Cause mm. I'm like, hell, after, after she teach me stuff, I say, well, it's best just to get a bunch of money and pay them. I'm not finna work too hard not to pay my taxes. That's too much work. I'm gonna work so hard to get enough, damn it. Get it, cause if I keep trying to work to save, man, God got so much. I ain't save no money. I already save some energy. Hey, man, money. Well, listen, but he had to separate me from people. Mm. That's why, because I ain't connected to nothing. Cause when he blessing it, it, you know, in school they taught us conductor, like copper is a great conductor when energy is flowing. If it's a block in the energy, it can't flow. And the number one conductor in the world is the human body. That's why we can get electrocuted. Mm. You feel me? Copper is a great conductor. That's why people are stealing copper. Energy goes through it. That's why the smallest coin is a penny, but it got the most value because it's copper. Mm. It's, so the energy flowing and God sending it, and I'm with somebody who want the world, looking at one thing, it's like, yeah, 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 it's working, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you get away from it. 
That's what the Holy Spirit is. When people say people are caught the Holy Ghost, because that means that spirit is flowing through you so fluently. It's free. It, that's why I tell my children, some of y'all, you ain't sleeping with me tonight, because your energy ain't right. I don't know what I don't know what <laughs> Who else you been at? <laughs> that's why I got all my children, their own room in their house, because y'all find God and and your own way. And that's what the world about. Because our energy goes somewhere after this. So we just a, a shell of the energy. Mm. Supposed to live a life to make people who don't believe in God jealous, not to not to stun on them, but to make them realize you got to come get this. Entice them. All right. So I want to talk about um, what we call our trap, your trap um, transition. Mm-hmm. Right. So what was the like aha moment, like mm-hmm. the epiphany moment where you knew like it's time to go? Like I'm not being caught in this trap. Like that 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 moment. Oh, when I uh, when I went viral. You know what I'm saying? Even when I went viral, when I started that nightclub, I still didn't quit. But when I went viral and I seen the comments of people from nowhere seeing who I've been trying to show the people around me who I was, that moment there was like. You knew, knew. I knew, knew. And it was levels to it. You go, you go from that moment to you go see these people in person for real. Cause I thought no comments was, I didn't believe it. So I went out there and they'd be like, all right, y'all seen them on the internet. You seen them on Facebook coming to the state, Country Wayne, and you all the way in a whole nother state. I'm like, man, what the hell? These people know me for real? Because you mm. can't see them through the comments. So it was like, it was moment after moment, man. It was. It wasn't one moment. It was just a leverage of one moment took me to this. The next moment took me to that. Gotcha. Throwing the party took me to owning the club. Owning the club took me to... It's the journey. It's the journey, man. Oh, I love it. So, all right, boom, we're going to put Country Wayne in the trap seat. So the trap seat yeah. is our hot seat. I'm going to rattle off a few questions for you. Um, and we're going to start with the segment called Trap Blown. That's yeah. where we blow the trap up. Yeah. So the first part is, what you've already done this whole episode, is blow our minds with one of the most amazing stories of something you've done, witnessed, somebody you met, somewhere where you were just like, yo, I can't even believe this is my reality right now. Mm, I can't believe this is my reality. That, uh, something that happened? Experience, somebody you met, something that happened, something you received, just. Oh, all right. I'll tell you, I, I was on stage with no material because when I started. And while I'm on stage, I'm just talking. Jokes was coming to my brain that I never heard or seen out of nowhere. Mm. I remember being down, I was just, cause I'm, I'm about to bomb. Cause I don't took this money. And, Hell, I ain't got no joke. And I was turning out money at first, but they offered me too much. I had to go get it. I'm on stage, man. And I said something about, man, you up been with a girl, man, had that body spray on. It ain't had nothing to say after that. I say, other this is tomatoes. My brain was just, and it kept adding. It, I felt it coming. The girl with the body spray. The girls lie when they got the body, the body spray. You can't trust that. I had one girl smell like cute, cucumbers and strawberries. And that's my favorite vegetables and fruit. I got down there, I was like, mmm. Then I got a little closer. I was like, hmm, damn, this must be the root of the strawberry. You know what I mean? <laughs> the cucumbers were growing out of dirt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> got down there, and the joke was just coming. And after that, I felt these jokes coming that I never wrote. And it was like, God damn. <laughs> Excuse my friend. I'm like, man, it was just like and a flow. It was a flow, boy. And I couldn't believe it. My manager couldn't believe it. Because she knew I was in a bomb. <laughs> nah, I was about to bomb, but like, and they just ain't, and they kept coming. I never bombed, and them jokes just kept coming. And, and it happened today, even with skits. I'd be sitting there driving, 
nine of them will hit me. I have to call bread, write these down, because I'm going to do this. And then when this person do this, we're going to walk in here. And then when they walk in here, tell them to look at me like this and tell her to act like this. Get somebody who do this. And that's what the miracle was when that stuff just started coming to me. That was the first time I really noticed it. But when I was on stage, these jokes really was right. Somebody had a pen in my head, man. I'm telling you, it was like somebody was whispering. Well, no somebody. You know what it was. Yeah, I know what it was. You know who it was. Yeah, we know who it was. <laughs> yeah. So, man, God was really, he really, it's like he cheat for you. But it's like, that's why I cheat for people. Mm. Like, I give people away. That's why people like, you take care of your baby mamas. But I'm like, man, let a black woman hit a lick every once in a while. Yeah. All these years, they Facts. done been misused. Yeah, let them use me. Mm. Like, go ahead, let them hit a lick. They got lucky. Yeah, they got, yeah, got, got a good nut. But all the pain, I'm like, could God cheat for me like that? I treat people how God treat me. He did. So if you treat people, that's how he's going to treat you. So it worked back and forth. So, But that, that miracle was the, because I'm like, he gave me stand up. Never wrote it, never bombed, never struggled. I'm on stage. I remember getting on my knee because I often say, I often had a script naked and heal something. I remember when I was down on my knee, I said, man, ain't no other joke coming out of this. <laughs> I was finna roll off and jump on the stage and just do something. Hey, blah, 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 blah. I was finna do something crazy. Cause I knew I had nothing. I'm down to that blank space. Oh man, bro, listen, I'm tired, man. These people, they don't know, boy, they can't see nothing. <laughs> and boy, it was my best show. It was my best show to that time, boy. And it was like, I learned then, don't be scared to hit rock bottom, cause that's where he at. Give me some, please. Give me some, please. Trap bars. Talk to me. So, family, real quick. Um, Trap Bloom, part two. Mm -hmm. What's an embarrassing moment, regrettable moment, a shameful moment in your life for you? Like, you know what? I want that one back. If I can mm -hmm. take that one back, I'll take that one back. Uh, embarrassing moment. Yeah, that I want that, I want that moment back. Shoot. Hell, yeah, my baby mama bust my windows in front of everybody one time. And I had a bob in my hand. <laughs> she bust my windows, man. She came to the baseball bat. We in the project. I was at my other baby mama's house, man. That girl came and bust the windows out of my truck. Every window. Not one. She hitting them. Blah, 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 blah. Yo, so you, so you going to lie? Like, you don't be dealing with me? Pow, pow. And I got the bob in my hand. I say, you can't. I got God. Oh, yeah. I'm like, damn, I need to get a new bottle. <laughs> this shit, man, she was, so she she bust my windows out in front of everybody. Mm. I couldn't do nothing about it. Take I ain't finna touch no one. Ooh. Cause I could I was gone. She told me she was finna come bust the windows. I turned around. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so you came back. Like, oh, you gonna bust my windows? No, she she was coming. I went back to my other baby mama house. Cause I was in my baby mama car at first. You know what I'm saying? And I say, let me go back. And get the uh uh my truck. I don't want my other baby mama calling windows get bust. I should have kept going. Cause she wasn't gonna bust it if I wasn't there. You mm. know what I'm saying? But I I, I turned around, man, and she told them windows up. How like, many mothers of your children do you have? Uh five. Five. How many children total? Um nine or ten. Nine or ten? Yeah. <laughs> to, to the side. <laughs> yeah, there one of one of them working on. We uh it was a the girl said he was my baby. He was 14, but we figuring that out. Uh, so nine and a half. Mm -hmm. uh, last trap blown. Biggest bag you ever blown? Bigger black. She did damn high. I just spent 800 some change in the interior decorating part. Cash money. Man, I'm moving out to November. That's the most money I ever spent in my life. You know what I'm saying? 800 change on decorating? Cash. You know what I'm saying? Like interior decorating. Say no more. 
Right. Yeah, that's the biggest bag I've been it's in. It's a big trap blown. You, you got the trap blown record right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so listen, our last part of our, our trap uh, seat is um, the trap cheat sheet, right? Yeah. The trap cheat sheet is if you could speak to young Wayne or just somebody that's going through the corporate trap, the college trap, the culture trap, they caught up in the lifestyle, the corner mm -hmm. trap from which we come from, what's some advice, a trap cheat sheet you would give somebody? That is going listening to this right now, inspired by your story, mm -hmm. but they got their own route they gotta follow. Yep. What's some more advice you can give them? Whatever you're doing, to do, do for five years what the average person your age and in your industry won't do, and you'll be able to do what they can't do for the rest of your life. So do something at home. Like me, for instance, I when I couldn't be in the industry, you know what I'm saying? Kevin Hart them already on. You know what I'm saying? I can't do that. But what I can do is eat better than everybody behind closed doors. So just do something that others, that you can do. Because everything you can't do, you can't get money all the time. You can't go here, can't go there. You can't meet the, the connect. You can't meet the person you need to meet. You can't meet that producer. But you could do something mm. at home. You could drink more water. Because mm. health is wealth. So do something consistently. Do something consistently for five years. And you'll be able to do what they can't do for the rest of their life. You know what I'm saying? But if you do it for 10, you'll be able to help others do it for the rest of their life. That's why in college, they give you a real degree, you're going to do them 10. All other degrees, you go do five, four, everybody like I went to school, but for a doctor and a lawyer, you go, a real one, you're going to do them 10. That's where the excellence is at. That, because they already know the system. Mm. They already got it mapped out. Every, every degree you do, it's cool. All right, you go get that at four, now too. But a doctor, you still going to do ten them change. 10. 10 is change. So, you know, that five years is good enough, though. You get that five, you better take care of you. But boy, you do that 10, you better take care of your family. So I tell everybody, do something behind closed doors that people don't do. Like comedians, I'm like, okay, we all good. We all funny. But what Wayne going to do, man, I'm going to sit down. When I ain't working, I'm still going to shoot some skits. I'm still going to drink water. I'm not partying. I'm not going to do no drugs. So mm. I'm like, how you going to beat me when you beating yourself? Mm. So it's like, Man, don't beat yourself, dog. That's all I got to tell you. The world already going to help you lose. Don't do nothing to help yourself lose. So it's like behind them closed doors when nobody's looking, take that take that water. Drink that amount of water that day. You're not too busy. My Small daughter, wins. My daughter, Malia, taught me that. One day I was like, I had to go to a meeting, and they was in the truck, gave some money for school clothes. I said, I got to go. I'm going to see y'all later. And they said, wait, she was lagging. I'm like, man, I really got to go. I got to go get some money to play. And she say, Daddy, what you doing? That's how I got to go handle some bitch. She say, Daddy, ain't nothing never that important. I look at this little girl. This was like, I was in the streets. Man, I took that girl so away, man. Handled everything. I'm like, she right. I wasn't going to die. Right. That's how I move now. If Hollywood call me and I'm tired, I talk to y'all tomorrow. That deal ain't that important, man. Hey, man, I ain't doing it. However I feel, if I ain't rested yet, I'm not gonna talk. You can't my best me anyway. Mm. Hold this whole meeting off. Because, you know, I'm in a position though, because I did stuff behind closed doors that I'm free like that. Set yourself up. You gotta be in a position where you could cuss everybody else around you, say F them, and you still gonna be good. Mm. You ain't in that position, you ain't free yet. Like, you gotta be a, now I wouldn't never do that. But I'm in a position in my life, I could cuss the whole, everybody ah, and tell them, leave me the F alone. And my life still gonna go the same. Now they like my drink. Mm. So, but it's stuff I did behind closed door. Right. I'm gonna drink that water because the brain is the car. Man, you got this right here. 
this would this would take you play it knows stuff you don't know because it's connected to your ancestors mm. your brain know stuff you don't even know we only know what we've seen and read the brain know some stuff that you haven't seen or heard and it already knows your future. So everywhere it takes you, it's trying to get you to your future. Mm. So it's like, put it in the best position to win. You gotta drink water. That's the most important thing. Drink some water. I'll tell you about it, man. Take care of this nugget. That's your computer right there. All right, last thing, real quick. Mm -hmm. You said you got the algorithm to code how to go viral. I can't yeah. let you leave. Go <laughs> viral. Tell us. I need it because they be shadow banning me and all kind of stuff. What is the algorithm for going viral? You got to get it from Country Way. Yeah, it's everything I see. You, you, what you do your diet, you're going to glow. So the way the camera's set up, a natural glow, that's why they put filters because they're trying to buy a natural human glow. They can't buy it. Mm. It's, the camera going to catch you different. So people will be engaged just off without them even knowing it. Like, damn, I can't stop looking at this person. You know what I'm saying? Stay clean. Clean your nails. Clean, you know? All these things have something to say. Speak your truth. Speak it in a creative way, though. But the only way gonna allow you to speak your truth a creative way is the creator. Because if not, you're gonna have to come straight to him with it. And it's like having sex with a woman. If you don't get a wet first, it ain't gonna be the same. <laughs> you gotta be creative with that thing. Of course, you it's right there, but you can't go straight there. You gotta, you gotta start this moment. This is the funniest analogy, but we're gonna take it. <laughs> you gotta start this moment with this woman months ago. Before mm. you even get to that moment, like the making love don't start in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. It start when you first hollered at her. So online, stay up, let them follow your journey. Keep it real. Man, be, be transparent in a creative way. Nobody don't want to hear like, I, and you notice online, I don't never preach. I never tell nobody online what they need to do. Mm. I just do me. I don't tell them how to live. I show them how I'm living so they get addicted. Get people addicted, you become a drug. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Have something to say that nobody else ain't already said. Trap bar, become a drug. Become a drug. Become a drug. And once you become a drug, everywhere you go, it's going to be some people that are addicted to you. If they don't follow you, they're not following you. They following the people that's following you. If it's if you got two people following you, man, treat them people so good. That's why I tell people. People put up videos and get 50 views. When I got 50 views, I'm like, man, it's 50 people. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Because if you treat that person like a woman, they don't come, because you, they come how you treat somebody else. Like, if I'm treating my girl good, the women gonna be like, yeah, damn, I wanna get you right up. So it's like, them followers you do have, man, treat them so good. Give them something, every, mm -hmm. give them something to be proud of. So when they go, I follow this person. Like, my fans right now will go against anybody in the world. They tell you, we follow Country Wayne. He stayed up the whole time and he keep rising. So when they go to work, I told y'all, you gotta let That's your fans. Your fans are in competition with yeah. other people. Yeah. When you go to a show, other people fans, like if I'm on a show with other comedians, they room for them. They don't care how funny I am. Yeah, we, yeah, we rock with them. And my fans, like, eh, my fans are in the position right now. Everybody fans come see me, but my fans don't go see nobody. Cause they got the one who stayed up. Mm. And people will follow your fans. So if you got two people, man, online, if anybody following you, man, treat them good. Don't don't focus on nobody else. Don't talk to nobody else. Don't talk to the industry. You talk to them people, dog. And people will realize eventually it's a proven system. Man, my brother uh Jack, he said his his his, his wifey was like, uh, um, I follow country Wayne Drip, da da da. They be on the phone, but oh no, I gotta go. Drip just dropped. Yeah. And I literally got the phone with him because you just put up something else you gotta catch. Yeah. 
Like yeah. that kind of following. It's yeah. real. It's real, man. Listen, we just got it right here live in the Trap King. My I boy. appreciate you, man. Appreciate I love you. you man. Thank you for your, your journey, your testimony, and family. Um, we just got Country Wayne, his full story, journey, testimony, and a secret sauce to going viral, plus some more right here in the Trap. Make sure you all... Oh, 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 before I do that, where can they follow you if they're not following you and tap into anything you got going on? Merch, shows, all that. Talk to them, please. Uh, type in a country Wayne with a K. K-O-U-N-T-R-Y. Wayne, you type it on the internet. We on Facebook, we on Instagram, we on YouTube. And, and just type it in. And, hey, it, it's so something will pop up. Yeah, it's going to bless your life. Look, he everywhere. He's already viral. So look at family. Country Wayne just came and just, man, you you, you blessed the trap. You blew up the trap. You, yeah. you, 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 you graced the, no, no. He graced the trap. It's all good. Right, bro. by God's grace. And listen, family, subscribe to the podcast. Share the podcast. This will inspire your life. We are dismantling America's most infamous traps in real life right here on how to beat the trap in yeah. real life. My boy. Hey, Peace Family, it's Jay Morrison, co-founder of the Legacy Center here in Atlanta, Georgia. And I want to invite you all to be a virtual member of our building, our Class A office space, also known as the Black House. From anywhere in the world, you can house your business here in Atlanta, Georgia, and have your virtual address be our address. Get your own suite number. You also can get our virtual notary services, our virtual receptionist services, have a telephone line for your team, and get access to our meeting rooms, conference rooms, and get one day per month to actually visit our building and house your business here in real life. Family, this opportunity is just $40 per month or $300 for the year, a super discount for you to be able to have a Class A office space house your business address two miles from Tyler Perry Studio, five minutes from the world's busiest airport right here in amazing Atlanta, Georgia at LegacyCenter.com.